Dr. Chiefu Ejiofobiri is a gifted author, financial consultant, and a success coach who speaks regularly in conferences and seminars around the world. Widely traveled, his training exposure with renowned institutions like the London School of Business and Finance and the Global Leadership Institute has made him one of the most sought-after speakers on the DNA of success. He presides over a global network of value-driven and principle-centered leaders from all walks of life. As you come under Cheerful's mentoring influence and wisdom today, may your progress in life receive a massive acceleration. So what is truth, ladies and gentlemen? Truth is anything that God says, regardless of the fact. Truth is anything that God says, even if it's in disharmony with any known law. The moment it comes out of the mouth of God, it becomes truth. Take for instance, news came to Jesus that Lazarus was dead. That was the fact. He turned to his disciples and he said to his disciples, they just told me that Lazarus is asleep. That was the truth. Did you hear that? They told him that Lazarus was dead. He said, no. He's asleep. Jairus' daughter fell ill and died. When Jesus showed up, he said, why are you crying? They said, our teacher, our ruler Jairus had just lost the daughter. Jesus said, what kind of loss? They said, he's dead. He said, no. That's the fact. But the truth is that she's asleep. There was a very professional fisherman called Peter. Great fisherman. Great fishing skills. And every good fisherman knows that you don't fish during the day. You fish at night. Because during the day, if you stand on your canoe, carry your net, the fish, they see you with their korokoro eyes. So they go further down where the nets can't reach them. So all night, the man had deployed all his fishing skills and he reaped nothing. In the morning, he was at the seashore cleaning up his boats, cleaning up his nets. Suddenly, the truth walked up to him. And he said, Peter, what are you doing? He said, I'm tidying up my stuff. Had a bad business yesterday and uh, tomorrow we start again. And Jesus said, what makes it bad business? He said, because I, could, I had no harvest. He said, why did you have no harvest? He said, master, I cannot tell. And I looked at him and said, do you know the truth? Peter said, what is truth? The answer to the question that Pilate had no patience to wait for. And Jesus said, if you throw your net into the sea, you will catch fish. And Peter said, Master, you know, this is not your field. You are a preacher. I'm a fisherman. I'm a professional. I've been trained and experienced. What would my colleagues say if they see me go out broad daylight? They'll think I've become a psychiatric issue. I've thought all night till dawn, the sun is shining, and he said, and he looked at the face of Jesus. And Jesus said, This is the truth. If you throw your net into the sea, you will catch a fish. And he said, okay, nevertheless, nevertheless, at your word, I will throw in my net. And when he threw in his net, 
He had a surprise waiting for him. That was the truth. Truth has quarreled with facts throughout time and history. Another case in point, I want to bring you in remembrance of, is a man called Naaman, the Syrian. The Syrian general, the commander-in-chief of the army of Syria. The Bible tells us that through his hands, God had wrought victory for the Syrian king. And he, the Syrian king loved him for his military exploits. He had a flourishing military career until one day the doctors told him that the skin rash on his body was a contagious disease called leprosy. And by law, it was required of him to resign from the military. Not just resign from the military, but to leave city and move into a settlement for lepers where he would spend the rest of his life. Because there was no known cure for leprosy at the time. Everything he had achieved in life had come to a disgraceful end. He came back home that day, getting ready to pack his things and leave. And suddenly, the slave Jewish girl in his house came to him and said, Master, why are you leaving? He said, they say I have leprosy. Where are you going? He said, I'm going to a leprosy settlement outside the kingdom. That's where I will spend the rest of my life. If I stay here, I will infect other people. And the Jewish girl said to him, Master, if only you knew the truth. And he looked at the girl and said, what truth? He said, I don't know so much about the truth. But that truth is found and can be found in the mouth of a prophet in Israel. And he said, what do you want me to do? He said, if you can go to that prophet, the prophet will tell you the truth. And if you know that truth, it will set you free. And the man considered the options and said, it's already humiliating enough that I have to leave my military career. I have leprosy. If I now go down to Israel, the same nation that I've held under subordination for years, to beg them to give me a shrine priest, you call a prophet, to tell me the truth. He said, if I get there and this man doesn't help me, your head is gone. The Jewish girl says, so let it be. So Naaman packed his things, went to his generals, and went down to Israel to look for Elijah. Eventually they got to Elijah. Elijah wouldn't even come out from his house. He sent Gehazi the servant. And Gehazi came and said, yes, can I help you, sir? He said, if you know the man standing behind you, you go and tell your guy I'm here. He said, well, I'm sorry. He's praying he can't come down. And then the man said, what did he say? He said, he's praying he can't come down. All right, tell him I have leprosy. And some girl told me that he knows the truth. So Gehazi goes back and then calls back and says, sir, my master says I should tell you. It's a fact that you have leprosy. But the truth is that you don't have leprosy. And the man said, so what is this? He said, my master says I should tell you. You are a dirty man. You need to go and take your bath. <laughs> so Neman said, when will this insult finish? He said, it's your problem is lack of bath. You don't take your bath well. So go take your bath. He said, please, could you tell him who is standing here? I'm Neman, 
the commander-in-chief of the, he said he knows you. He says, you don't have leprosy, go take a bath. So he turns to go, he says, excuse me, sir. He said, yes. He said, I also should, he said, I also should tell you that your body is so dirty that you don't just take a tip, you need to bath seven times to clean the filth in your body. Then the man was angry. And he says, not just that, sir. He also says, you should go and take your bath in River Jordan. And the man, the man couldn't take it anymore. He says, River Jordan are not Abana and Fafas, the rivers of Damascus, where the elites and the educated and the exotic and sophisticated men of society take your bath. Why should I go down to River Jordan in the eyes of my slaves? He said, that's what my master says. And that's the truth. So his servant said to him, Oga, you don't have any option. Let's go have this bath. Fulfill all righteousness. If you finish the bath and the sickness is still there, they will come back and collect the prophet's head and go back. And that made sense to Naaman. And Naaman went down to Jordan and submitted to the truth. And the truth made him free. Is somebody following me this morning? Why have I taken you through this journey? Because I want to lay a foundation for something I want to plant in your spirit this morning. Thanksgiving is the highest demonstration of faith. Thanksgiving is God's truth about faith. How do I mean? Standing before the tomb of Lazarus, staring at a situation as hopeless as death. I don't know whether you've been through that kind of situation before. Have you ever stared death in the face? Have you ever attended the funeral of a loved one? I stood before the lifeless body of my child, one year, nine months. What can be a father's wish? The only thing I would have desired was to have this boy breathe again. But you look at his eyes, you know the life is gone. And I had to attend my child's funeral at one year, nine months. It's the greatest tragedy I've ever known in life. Have you ever faced death? Have you ever faced an impossible situation? Have you ever stood before a locked door and there is no known key that can open it? Have you ever been through a dead marriage? Dead relationship? I met an old classmate of mine and she said she's been without her husband for seven years. And then the man has had children by every other woman and so on and so forth. Completely hopeless situations. Have you been through school, came out to the third class, and there's no employer on earth that is ready to listen to you, no matter what you think you have in your brain? Have you been through closed cases, stubborn cases? That is what Jesus stood before, the tomb Lazarus. What did he do? The Bible said he looked up to heaven. And he said, Father, I thank you. There is something about thanksgiving as a truth about thanksgiving that we have not told. And I want to tell it to you today. Similarly, he was faced with a financial mess. Total financial mess. You know what it means to have needs of about 500,000 naira. And what you earn every month is 5,000 naira. In other words, even in the next one year, you would have earned 60,000. 
It will take you probably five, ten years to earn enough to meet a present need. By the time you get to that five, ten years, that present need must have added value. You understand what I mean? That was what Jesus faced. Five thousand men about to die because they sat with him listening to his word and they forgot they didn't have enough food. They were so dazed by the rema. They stood with him. After three days, people were beginning to pass out. Babies were crying. Disciples came to him and said, Jesus, we have a dilemma in our hands. And Jesus said, what do we do? He said, can we send them back? He said, before they get back to the city, some of them will die in the desert. Then he said, okay, you feed them. <laughs> he said, we, we would like to feed them. But the fact is that what we have is just five loaves and two fishes. Provision that is enough to barely feed about 50 people. And we still have 5,000 men waiting. So Jesus said, ask them all to sit down. There is a truth about finances that you don't know. So he said, hand over to me the provision. And I gave him the provision. Five loaves, two fishes. Everybody got seated down. You know why he told them to sit in groups of fifties? So he could estimate what he needed. So he decided, he looked at it, he said, I have enough provision for 50 people. So let them sit in 50s. When you cross 50 across 5,000, he had about 100 groups. So all he just needed for us, a hundredfold return on this provision. He lifted it up to God. And he said, Father, I thank you. I thank you that you are with this, with this provision. You're able to meet this need. No matter what you earn, no matter how meager, no matter how small, no matter how minute, if you can learn the discipline of thanking God for the provision, he will meet the needs of the vision. Late Benson Idahosa said, take the little that cannot sustain you and put it into the hands of the God that can sustain you with little. And it will be enough. That's what Thanksgiving does. Dear friend, thank you for listening to today's message. Your life can be very chaotic and sometimes you simply want to give up hope. Want to assure you that God loves you and cares a lot about you. Put your hands on your chest and pray for you. Lord, I ask that this listener, my friend, will experience a turnaround. His life, his finances, his family, her hopes and dreams, cause the change she desires to come through quicker than he or she expected. I give you praise for this miracle. What a pleasure in sharing this moment with you. God bless. The ACE Graduate School is Nigeria's premier human resource refinery, reasoned from the East as a solution to the endless search of employers and job seekers. The AGS offers to the employer high-value driven and principle-centered staff and dream jobs to the unemployed. Connect, learn, discover, become the change you wish for. Visit www.acegraduateschool.com and get enrolled today. For further inquiries, call 0816-262-8472. Thank you.